All right, welcome. This is Orion Rising News. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. All right, check it out. Okay, another update on this gaslight coronavirus bullshit numbers. Okay, if you watched the last Orion Rising News segment, you saw that I had Kirk Euler, who is the Placer County one of the Placer County Board of Directors, Placer County is in the state of California, it's a county just to the east of me, that way, east is that way, just to the east of me, I'm in the Sacramento County, and a few miles away is the border, okay, they go from the flatlands up into the mountains, right, we're in the, we're in the valley, at the state capital, Sacramento, city of Sacramento, I'm in Carmichael, which is just outside of the city of Sacramento, um, in fact, it borders the city. On in, in the north and the south. There's actually one city in the middle in between us that we can compass, but we touch in the north and south. Okay, so Gavin Newsom has been talking about these numbers in other places. The news agencies have been talking about these numbers and how, if, in my last segment that you saw on Red and Rising News, Anderson Cooper was talking about Arizona, okay, and that the the numbers were overwhelming and the beds were overwhelmed. And uh, I I told you that you know when when contacted that was untrue, fifty percent, okay. So now come forward in time, here we are. This is Sunday when I'm recording this. That was a week ago when I released that. I think it was Wednesday that I released it. Just this last Wednesday, it might have been Monday. I don't remember either way. It was the last segment that was out. Okay, so now they're claiming California has the same problem, Texas has the same problem, and Florida has the same problem, okay? And that there's all these new cases. Now, mind you, they keep claiming that these new cases seem to be affecting people of a younger and younger um, age. It's not the elderly anymore. It's people now in their 20s to 30s. Okay, but they're blaming it on all the small businesses that are open to people going and getting their hair cut, their nails done, going to a restaurant, going to the gym, that kind of thing, right? Sorry, my microphone's bugging me. It's not wanting to be where I want it to be. And that's the problem, so we have to lock back down. Well, let's take a look at what Kirk has to say about that. Now, remember, just in case you you forgot, I said that his name is Kirk. Kirk Euler, and he is on the the county board of directors in Placer County, California. So he's not, and he, and he's the one that asked the health department. I played that on my last segment. If you haven't seen it, go and look at it. Well, good evening, Kirk Euler, back with you on actually a rather somber night because. For the second time, Governor Newsom has shut down most of the businesses in the state. Uh, 30 counties affected by his decision to uh, remove indoor dining and shut down an awful lot of businesses that many of which just got going within the last couple weeks. You see, Governor Newsom is convinced, or better yet, maybe trying to convince you that all these businesses have to close because you, greedy business owners, you're the reason that we're seeing the explosion in coronavirus cases in California that he keeps pointing to. And to look at, yes, more data. Uh, to look at the data, you you would look at it and you'd go, wow, yeah, there's there's really something going on here when you're cruising along and just kind of bumping along. This is hospitalizations, by the way. And this is hospitalizations of uh, total COVID-19 patients uh, right here. This line right here. Cruising along, hospitalizations nice and nice and steady until that dip right there is June 13th, and then it's all uphill from there. Just increased hospitalizations and increased hospitalizations from June 13th. We were at 3,092. Today we're at 6,485. So over doubled in one month. And if you're listening to Newsom, you would have to believe that it's greedy gym owners like these people right here in uh, uh, Pacific Beach down by San Diego because on on June 24th the day of this story June 24th they're talking about how they get to open back up 
on June 24th. Isn't that exciting? So it's gotta, it's gotta be these people right here, right? It, it, it couldn't be, no, it couldn't be folks like this who on June 6th, you see the headline there, thousands, thousands protest for the ninth day in a row. This is in Sacramento on June 6th. See that down there, June 6th. Um, so it couldn't be this. It, it, it has to be that greedy gym owner or, you know, it, it, it has to be like these people in San Francisco. These people in San Francisco who on June 22nd, when this story was written, they were looking forward to bars in San Francisco being able to reopen for outdoor drinking on June 29th. They were going to get to open on, on June 29th. So obviously it's these bars and people going to these bars on June 29th. And it couldn't be, you know, this scene from San Francisco on June 3rd where you have thousands take the Bay Area streets. This is in San Francisco on June 3rd. It couldn't be this, obviously, affecting the numbers. It's gotta be this that's affecting the numbers. Or, or in Los Angeles, couldn't be, I mean, it must be people like this, the greedy business owners who are, who are on uh, June 19th talking about how they wish they'd had a little bit more warning. L.A. County nail salon owners scrambling to reopen. On June 19th, they're scrambling to reopen. And so it must be because they scrambled to reopen on June 19th that we've seen over a doubling in our hospital population since June 13th, it has to be because of people like this, couldn't be because of a scene like this, where 50,000 people got together on the streets of Los Angeles on June 8th. No, that couldn't be that. No, it's, 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 it's got to be these people, the nail, nail salon people and the, and the greedy bar owner people and the and the those greedy gym people these are this is the reason we have the spike it has nothing to do with those tens of thousands of people taking to our streets early in june well let's take a look again hospitalizations the number one reason he closed this down the spike in hospitalizations dead ass flat all the way june 13th starts to climb Bars hadn't opened yet in San Francisco. Nail salons, Los Angeles, San Diego, our major population centers weren't even open yet. June 13th, it starts the climb. What else could he point to? Our positivity rate. Here's our positivity rate. Lowest point, at least on this side of a small hump. So positivity rate came down it hit actually 4.2 was the lowest right about May 25th. Little teeny teeny little bump right there. And then it dropped back down again. But as of June 15th, every day from June 15th, the positivity rate has climbed to where we are now at 7.4%. Businesses didn't even reopen in our major population centers. Didn't even reopen until the latter half of June. What happened in the first half of June? Tens of thousands of people, 50,000 in this one event, tens of thousands of people packed together, yelling, chanting, doing whatever they're doing. June 8th. June 8th, less than one week later, this begins. Really, Governor Newsom, you won't speak out against the protests because this is a particular moment in time, but you'll decimate people's businesses. You will destroy hopes and dreams of literally millions of Californians but you can't tie these numbers together? Well, one other side note, I think we can all take comfort in. I've discovered the real reason that people are getting sick and dying.
Um, and it's going to surprise you because according to the state of California on the CD on the COVID-19 update page who's getting infected with COVID-19 quote California adults who are black Latino and native Hawaiian slash Pacific Islander have a disproportionate have disproportionately more deaths for their share of the population why structural racism number one reason structural racism oh and then there's poverty and then there's the increased likelihood of having underlying conditions we'll take those underlying conditions we'll just shove them down below structural racism and poverty then we'll get around to underlying conditions like you know things like heart disease and asthma uh, which are likely to contribute but no first of all it's structural racism so here's my question for you and think about this until we get together the next time if it's structural racism that's responsible for these deaths, is it the structure of the virus? Is the virus's structure, that little COVID virus, is that inherently racist or structurally racist? Or is it the structure of the state of California, all of whose institutions have been in control of one party for oh how long now? So what structural racism is it that's responsible for these deaths? Just a little something for you to noodle on until we get back together again. Okay. <clears throat> so we're going to have to listen to uh, another video that I want to play. And this one's kind of scary because this one's from a woman who claims that she was um, with FEMA for 20 years and... Um, Reuters, <clears throat> the news uh, ticket, newsreel, um, <clears throat> claimed they did a fact check, and guess what FEMA says? They never heard of her. She never worked for them at all. Sounds like a Bob Lazar thing, doesn't it? Right, Bob Lazar back in the 80s said he worked for the federal government out there at Groom Lake, Area 50, whatever you want to call it, uh, but he was at uh, A2 or whatever the fuck it's called. And he was working with uh, a Particle, that was new on the uh, periodic table of elements, uh, element 115, and uh, it was called Un Un Pentium. The government said he never worked for us before. We don't know who he is. In fact, he doesn't exist. Uh, so I don't know who this lunatic is, but he's a crazy maniac. He's a loon. He needs to be locked up. Then come forward in time. This is 2020. And in 2015 or 2016, the uh, scientists said, oh, we just found a new particle that was called, that is particle 115, particle 115, and it's called Un Un Pentium. And he claimed that the aliens gave it to us and that we were using that to try and figure out how to, you know, to get interstellar space flight and, and go into wormholes, open up wormholes. So they claim that he didn't exist and and, and it didn't, he, he's a liar and uh, he was, he's nobody and he never worked for the government yet. Uh, you know, that was in 87, 97, 2007, and 2017. So almost 30 years later, 29 years later, the government announces that they found a new particle and they called it exactly what he he called it and, and said it was the exact same number that he said it was. So obviously, back in 1987, that was a bullshit fucking cover-up, right? Okay, so now now you have FEMA saying, I don't know who this woman is. She never worked for us. She must be a crazy loon. Ooh. But yet she's on the circuit. And she's making videos. She's doing all kinds of shows. I was going to play a piece, and I still might, uh, from another uh, the show shows. I'm going to, the piece I'm going to play you is from another podcast, right? Another vidcast. And then there was another one that I was going to play you, and she's got all kinds of videos, right? Um, but what she has to say is really, really scary. So um, pay attention to this. Those of you who don't have um, visuals, pay very much attention to everything she says, because if this is true, it's freaking scary. Okay, and the other video that I was going to play uh, was back in April, and she was still talking about things uh, that were going on. But it was like a long, it was like a whole hour show. So uh, I thought about uh, listening to some, you know, putting some of it on here. This one's a much shorter. Uh, um, I, I guess it's a piece of the show. That's why. Uh, but you'll see. Listen to this, guys. And those of you who have the video, you can see. Uh, you can see her name, uh, and um, you can look her up. She has videos that she makes on her own. Okay, so check this out. 
I'd like to hear from you uh, with your experience as far as working for FEMA and the government and what actions they may be taking at this stage in their process. Okay, so what everybody needs to know that back on August 15, 2016, uh, they put <clears throat> Health and Human Services put in the Federal Register an 88-page document on communicable diseases. I'm talking about all the language that we're seeing come to pass right now. And um, it was passed 90 days later, and it just laid in wait for us right now. And so it is actually being activated or has been activated. Um, you need to know that it's it, Health and Human Services um, entry into the Federal Register was a UN mandate that this is actually coming from the United Nations and so that everybody's harmonized. That's why you're seeing everybody speaking the same language. That's why we've got the same program going out. And what I would say that we're up against right now is a soft martial law. Uh, it has not gone hard. And when they talk about waves, we have something called dual use language. And so what happens is um, while the waves of the virus come, um, they're, they're also going to give us managed waves of a little bit of freedom, some resistance, and then it, we're going to be incrementally going tighter and tighter into tyranny. And so I, I agree with much of the other panelists where um, the buck stops with me as far as, you know, resisting. I think people really need to understand what the deeper significance of what they're talking about when they're talking about testing for COVID. It is actually a blood harvesting and it's going into the quantum supercomputers. They are running post-crime and pre-crime as well as this came out about two weeks ago, they said, well, we got the blood anyway, so we are going to go deep into your family history. That has all sorts of ramifications because HIPAA laws have been suspended. Actually, the Constitution has been suspended, and I could spend hours going into that. The second thing is that there are 48 different vaccinations. Um, they, can, they contain um, aborted fetal tissue. They contain humanized mice. What is a humanized mouse? It is a mouse that has human organs, human blood, human immune system. It's basically a mouse in a, a human in a mouse suit. And then they take human proteins and put it into the vascular system of plants. And then, um, so it's uh, like a hybrid human plant. <laughs> and they're gonna mix all this in um, a blender with a little crisper. And they're saying that this is gonna uh, keep us safe from the pathogen. The last one is the one that I'm really worried about, and that's the DARPA hydrogel. Basically, it's nanoparticles, and they have been experimenting with it for 10 years. They wanted to put uh, chips in the brain. They didn't want to have to do surgery, so they came up with this nano hydrogel. As soon as coronavirus hit, they were there. They said it's ready to deploy, and basically what they're going to sell the public is it will alert public health that you are um, sick before you have that scratchy throat, before you have that cough, um, before you get a temperature or anything. But it also does many other things. So once this hydrogel gets into your body, it is nanoparticles, so it assembles inside your body. It starts growing and becoming fusing with your cells, your ligaments, your muscles, your bones. So in the old days with the RFIDs, you say, oh, it's not cool, I changed my mind people got them cut out. This becomes one with you. You can't. But the absolute worst scary part about it is you become one with a computer. You become your own computer interface. You become one with the quantum computer, with your computer, with your devices, with your smart, anything that you have in your house. And we are going to be told that unless we do all three steps, um, get tested, get the vaccination of whichever one they choose. They're all basically the same, but they do, they go much deeper than pathogens. And then um, this sensor um, that we are not going to be able to get back to normal. So that's kind of what's going on. And so what I'm, so part of the first part of making a decision is educating. So now you know what the basic plan for this is. And so now it's up to you to, um, decide what your plan is, and that is probably going to 
you're probably going to get some consequences for that. That might be prison time. It might be being secluded in your home. It may not, you may not be able to go to the grocery store. You need to think about, okay, so what am I going to do? How am I going to negotiate that? I'm going to have a garden so I don't have to go to the grocery store. I grow my own medicine so I don't have to go to the gro or go to the pharmacy and I get skilled in, you know, taking care of my own health care and various other things. Um, so you then, because you've got this knowledge now, you can make some wise decisions. But are, is the government going to come out and tell you about all these things? No, they're not going to tell you. Um, I was in a Y2K, 9-11, Hurricane Katrina, and I could tell you the objectives that were achieved um, were hair-raising and what you see um, has been a lie for a long time. So that's really freaking scary if you think about it, right? Because let's talk about this, you know, ratcheting up and down of the of the uh, lockdown going more and more towards martial law. Well, he won't do that right now because, uh, you know, that's the whole martial law thing they got going on, uh, you know, with the, they're trying to use that against the president. We're having him bringing in troops. So that's a good thing. But uh, that's kind of scary. I mean, it's, you know, socialism, guys, socialism on its way. That's scaring me, right? So you guys need to be careful what you're doing here. Um, they're openly, blatantly saying they're socialistic now. All right? So you need to be careful <clears throat> because the, the the Democratic Party now officially has swung to the socialistic edge way out there. Those of you who are Democrats and you vote Democrat just because you're a Democrat, unless you're okay with socialism and before you vote you got plenty of time, I would suggest that you look up socialism in every country on the face of the earth ever and see if it's ever turned out to be anything that's prosperous. The only place that it worked was in Greece, in Sparta. That didn't really even work either because they had of a population that was call, called the Eloi. And the Eloi were slaves. And to become a Spartan, you had to sneak out in the middle of the night and murder an Eloi and not be seen by anyone and get back to, to uh, your camp. So that was a normal practice. Go and kill another human being, uh, an Eloi, a slave, whichever one, randomly, pick one. And then you become a man. So that was still a caste society, a socialistic caste society, okay, where you had the ruling class and the slaves. So it, they, they, then when the when the all of Greece got together, they they were not exactly, um, you know that 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 way. But they were still more socialistic, uh, and the Greeks lasted for a long time. But it was still a caste system. So it was really more communism than it was a socialized social system, right? Uh, you know so. Socialism leads to communism immediately if the government's in control. So if you, if you look at the Democratic Party and they gain power again, then they're going to slip into socialism and immediately ch make changes to open all the borders. They're, or they're going to make it, uh, uh, you know, because if they have the numbers, then they're going to say that anyone can vote. As soon as that happens, it's over. Because then you're going to have anybody who just wants to show up in the United States to vote. It's already like that in Colorado and here in California. And I'm not quite sure if anywhere else. So then you're going to have just people doing that and just voting. And the Democrats are going to be voted into power. Once that happens, it's communist. You have a one-power rule, one-party rule. And then the, uh, the Constitution, the, the, I should have you know, uh, brought it out and showed it to you. And then the new Constitution that they have just waiting, the Constitution of the United States. Of America, not the new United States of America, the new United States of America, just like the Union of the Soviet Socialist Republic. Okay, and then you have a one-power dictatorship by those people, and they're making their appointments lifetime. So as soon as they get voted in, that's it until they die. Do you understand? The president until he dies. That's a king. That's a monarch. That's like Vladimir Putin. Or King Kim Jong Un and his family, or whatever that communist Chinese dictator's name is. So it's exactly that. It becomes communism the second that they get rid of the other parties, and it won't take very long. Emergency vote, 
They can just change the Constitution. Listen to that woman. She's claiming the Constitution is already suspended. All of your rights are already suspended. Okay. Now I know that there's claims out there uh, that the you know the well the FEMA said she never worked for them. Well, they did the same thing with Bob Lazar. <clears throat> the federal government said he never worked for them, and then he said he never went to the college he went to. They erased his existence, yet he was still right. He he still there was still uh, the uh, uh, um, Particle One Fifteen was still in play. It took him thirty years to unveil it. But how is this guy so fucking crazy that all he made up all that shit about aliens? He made up all this stuff back in the eighties. Yet he claimed there was a new particle on the ter- on the periodic table of elements in the particle one fifteen, which was called un un pentium. That wasn't even a theory. No one even had an idea. They don't know. There was there wasn't a theory back then. He said the aliens gave it to us, and he was working on it to reverse engineer it to use it. And my fucking camera shoots shuts off again. I'm going to go back to my other camera because this one is shit. I'm going to have to start using my new camera. Hold on a second. I'm not going to fucking... Um, I'll just restart this stupid thing here. I'm not sure why this thing's going out. I think it's because the vibration on the table uh, that that sets it off. I'm not quite sure. It just, for some reason, uh, doesn't want to stay on. So maybe I should be not um, uh, you know, with me on the screen, right? Okay, yeah, I didn't want to re-record all that. I already did it once. That's what five minutes of recording that I would have to start over. I'm tired of saying that over and over. I already did it once. The camera went off, and I stopped it and started recording again. So I apologize for me ranting the ropes. My ring hit the <laughs> hit the desk over here. Okay, so there's nothing about Bob Lazar. Then you come forward in time, and they unveiled back in 2015 or 2016, whichever it was, this new particle, 115, called Unu and Pentium. So he was right. But everybody forgot about that, except for a few of us who paid attention to Bob Lazar back then. And he's still around today, going, told you. Okay, so now they're just going, don't know her. She never worked here before. But yet they're not suing her and telling her to shut up and quit saying it, are they? Nope. Okay, so for all you naysayers, she's nobody but a kook. I don't know about that part with the gel. You know, and then you're going to be one with all your machines and, you know, I mean, a, a part of the computer and one with, you know, I mean, we kind of are already anyways. So that would be interesting, you know, because is that the mark of the beast? Ooh, you hear that? That scared me. <laughs> I have a water bottle sitting right here, a big one. And it's a gallon jug and I emptied it and it would just expand it. Pop! Scared me. Okay, so I don't know if you guys heard that on the microphone, but you saw me jump, I'm sure. So all of that's really scary that if any of this, what she's saying is true, and I've heard many people say it. There's some of you out there, Karen, you know who you are, right? You, so you've been talking about the nanites for a long time and the stuff that's going on with that. So well, maybe we'll have to get you on here and you and I can have a conversation uh, about that, right? So that's kind of scary. Okay, more to come. Um, I just just heard... Uh, that the uh, coronavirus, according to the CDC today, while I'm recording this, is Tuesday, the the uh, CDC has made a statement. I saw it on CNN. Uh, my brother sent it to me from CNN that says, get this, wait a minute, let me do the quotes here because they're just it, it, it telling you that what I already told you. They're just admitting what I've already said, and my camera stops again. So I'm not going to screw it again. again. We're going to put you guys onto the uh, scrolling photos. Okay, so they're telling you now, according to today, the news release. Let me go over here and I'll read it. Now that I don't have the camera on, I can do that, right? You guys won't have to worry about me looking at the screen. Okay, so here's the headline from CNN. This is uh, five hours and 51 minutes ago. This was released by CNN. My brother just sent it to me because he just got it. Many more people have had COVID-19 than what's shown up in official numbers, new CDC data. That's Center for Disease Control. The number of people <clears throat> who have had COVID-19 was much greater than official case count, according to the data in a new analysis released by the U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention. But the country is far from level far from a level that would give the population herd immunity, of course. So so they're like, oh, wow, there's all kinds of people that had it. However, don't think we have herd immunity yet. We're nowhere near that, guys. Panic, 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 right? Back to what they said. Depending on the region, the number of people infected was, some, was sometimes 6 to 24 times 
the number of reported cases, the CDC team said. For most sites, it's likely that greater than 10 times more SARS-CoV-2, that's, that's uh, the other coronavirus, one of the other two coronaviruses, infected infections occurred. So it was more than likely that 10 times more SARS-CoV-2 infections occurred than the number of reported Corona-19 cases. The team concluded. Okay, so <clears throat> I've been saying this this whole fucking time that the number of reported cases or even apparent cases, because I first of all I said, first of all, let's preface this with I said way, way, way more people, hundreds of thousands of people have already had the coronavirus. Okay, back in, in, in last year in October and November, there was seventy thousand cases. Of a, of a virus that they had no idea what it was. It was a new virus, and it was, it was not allowing the, the uh, or the, uh, the antibiotics were not helping it. Uh, and that was, uh, you know, they, they didn't, ha- all the stuff that they had that would normally take care of H1N1 and H3N2 didn't work. Well, that would suggest, according to scientists and doctors, this is a new virus. But they had nothing until China reported it, and then they didn't go backwards and say, maybe that's it, because they had to test. So they didn't have time to go back and test those people or have them come, hey, I want you to have to come back in so we can test because they've been in damage control mode ever since. Okay. So now they're saying, wow, we think that it might be 6 to 24 times more. However, even at that rate, okay, for, for most cities, now we're back to what they're saying, quote, for most cities, it is likely that greater than 10 times more SARS uh, infections occurred than the number of reported COVID-19 cases the team concluded. These numbers are likely conservative, according to the study published Tuesday in the Journal of American Medical Association. The data used in the analysis was published on the CDC website Tuesday, but I couldn't find it there. I went there and I was looking around. I couldn't find it. Um, I haven't scoured it over, over, over and over, but I couldn't find it. So it might be in a news release that the new that the news agencies get that we don't. CDC director Robert Redfield said earlier this month that uh, that testing had likely missed 90 percent or so of cases. Ninety percent. Okay, so if you extrapolate that, it's a very large number. We're looking at the hundreds of millions of people that have been infected already. But it's nowhere near like herd immunity. Excuse me. I'm a scientist, but I'm not fucking stupid. Um, I can do the math. Are you guys following that? Okay. The CDC wanted to see if the official test tally showed the actual number of infections. They analyzed test results from 16,000 people in 10 geographically diverse cities and states done between March and early May. These people were tested not because they had coronavirus symptoms, but for other reasons. For instance, if they were having surgery in a hospital, they did the test as a matter of course to make sure, obviously, you know, that they didn't have it or whatever when they came in. These tests would give a broader sense of who has been infected by the novel coronavirus than just the number of people who have sought tests because they didn't feel well or suspected they had COVID-19. This is there is a limit to the methodology. These people tested may not have been a representative of the general population, nor does it take into account the disease exposure risk. It also it's also possible that there could be some overlap and people may have been tested more than once. The CDC said the infections may not be evenly distributed even in these regions. The results do show that the majority of the people in these 10 cities has have not had Corona-19. The majority of the people in these 10 cities have not had Corona, uh, 19, COVID-19. It also shows that the people who are symptomat- or asymptomatic are still contributing to the spread of the disease. So uh, the Authors argue that the public should continue to take steps to prevent the spread and by wearing masks, staying physically distant, and staying home as much as possible. Okay. So. Then they start talking about the cost of the, of the virus. So 
I think that's bullshit. I mean, I, first of all, I think they're right about the numbers are way higher. Okay. And, but, you know, here's the thing. Um, I don't have the recording to, to show you, but just like Kirk was saying in that earlier video, what they're doing is they're trying to gaslight you guys into believing. Sorry, I'm flipping buttons here. I'm trying to go to, I'm looking at where the heck I have the camera. Oh, there I am. So they're trying to gaslight you guys into believing that we have a, a very low death rate compared to anyone else in the world. Yet, you know, and it's getting less and less and less and less. Yet, we also have these numbers on that graph that they show where we were testing at like less, you know, at 500,000 uh, or uh, at at 1,000 uh, people and we had a 40% positive rate. Then we started testing more and more and more, and yet that rate went way hell and gone down from 40% to 3%. And then our test rate went up to 100,000, and that hovered at about 4%. It stayed there, and our tests are now gone up to 200,000 tests per day. And this, this is all just in the state of California, yet we're still coming in right at a 4%. 4.4%, 4.39 rolled up, he said, added, you know, um, averaged up. So no matter how many people we're testing, we're coming in at the same uh, percentage. And because there is a percentage, they're saying, well, well, hold on now, because that's actually a 9% increase over two weeks. Because the amount of people is still is a percentage, the, the total grouping is higher, even though it's a percentage, 4%. That's a bullshit lie. Let me explain to you why. Okay, there's more people testing, so you're going to have more people testing positive. Do you understand that? It's still at 4%. So if you do a test of per capita, 1,000 people, and they come back 4%, then you do a 100,000 people per capita, and it comes back 4%, that doesn't mean there's more cases. There is, but it's still the same 4%. This is the weird stuff that kind of gets on people's nerves like me, if you understand math. 4%, when you tested earlier on at 4% at 100,000 people, you would expect that when you get to 200,000 people, it doesn't jump up to 8% because there's only 4% of the population that has it. So if you test a million people, it's going to be 4 fucking percent. You know why? Because that's what the number is. So then they lie to you and go, but that's an increase of positive tests. Well, it is, but it's only 4%. It's still the same percent per capita, period. That means that the same, if you extrapolate out, and that's what they were supposed to do, but they don't tell you that because you're not a mathematician. If you do an average of one of per capita, 100,000 people, it's going to be 4%. That's where that number is, Okay. It's actually a little bit less. And that's not the, the number of people that are dying. That's the number of people that have tested positive. There goes my fan, fucking camera again. That's the number of people that are testing positive. Okay? And the, the number, and this is the other thing they talked about. Gavin Newsom talked about that yesterday and today. The number was 38% death rate in the beginning. Right? Actually, I think it was higher than that but for the people that were testing. But that was because they were only testing the people who were sick. That's the truth of it back then. So the so the, the amount of people that were dying was way up at like, you know, and, and it was killing more people too. Then it mutated because it doesn't want to die. It wants to live. So it mutated quickly and, and started, the death rate went down. But they didn't want you to know about that. So right now the death rate's way down at like 0.3% or maybe even 3%. They don't want you to know that though. They say that and they go, but. Let me preface that with we have more testing, and because of that, we have higher tests. So that means more people, and that's a bad thing. Do you understand how they gaslight you there? 4% is 4% is 4%. In the beginning, it was 7%. In fact, before that, they were saying it was at 10 But when they were testing, even the doctors said they were getting a 7%. That's acceptable for all flu, flu bugs, people, just so you know. And that's not a death rate. That's the, the infection rate. That's acceptable for a virus of this type. Do you understand that? That's acceptable. Look it up. Look it up in the CDC guidelines. I read it to you on another show. Go back and listen to my other shows. Okay, I'm not going to ramble on. I've already gone on too long. This is a longer segment than I wanted it to be.
Okay, so my point here is you guys need to take a look at this selection and decide what you're going to do here. And the reason for that is that the the left has gone way left, man. The Democratic Party is no longer your moderate party. The Republican Party is staying, you know, where they are, too. They're, they're pretty far to the right. But there's a bunch of moderates in there uh, as well, just like the Democratic Party. Unfortunately, you're, the majority of the Democratic Party right now has gone way, way, way left. They're all trying to give you socialism and communism as fast as they can and take over and get rid of the have a one-party country. And they don't give a crap about you. Look at these places that the Democrats run. You guys love the Democrats because they're supposed to be open and loving and caring and everybody is, is uh, you know, can have, do whatever you want. Right. They, oh, man, it's liberal. We can do whatever we want, really. Only if you're listening to their point of view, only if they agree with you. So if you're OK with that, wait until they're they're dictators. Wait until that happens. And what if this woman is telling the truth? Why do you have to be chipped? Right. Not even that way. Do you have to have the goop on you and you get nanites in you. You think you're free. You have no idea. Look up socialism, look up communism, and look up where it has been and what it has done and see how you think these people think that they're going to be able to control it without having it corrupt. They're already corrupt. We know that. Everyone knows that. They're already corrupt. What do you think they're going to do? The first thing they're going to do is they're going to get rid of all the jobs in America again, just like Obama did before that and the Clintons before that. They're going to shut down every military base and fire everybody. Then they're going to then they're going to what? They're going to shut down all these uh, companies again that are manufacturing uh, oil and coal and natural gas and textiles and uh, steel mills. All of it gone, gone once again. Overseas, no jobs. Okay, and now they're looking at uh, trying to get rid of the human driver to deliver. So what what jobs are people going to have left? They're getting rid of all the well, the people in the grocery stores. So you just walk in and buy the stuff without uh, without uh, having any people contact. There'll be one person running an entire grocery store. They get so that's that's all gone. They're going to get rid of all the cashiers at the retail stores. Same thing. If the grocery store thing works, then there's no cashiers anywhere for any job ever anymore. All those jobs go away. Billions and billions of jobs gone. Okay. So then you have your you have what restaurants, right? You have the small businesses which they're destroying now. So all the small businesses are going to go away. You're going to have large, big box stores with no employees in it, except for security guards and a couple of employees to stop people from trying to bum rush the place. So what What else? We're going to give you free health care and money. Where's this money going to come from? They're just going to print it? What makes you think that the, the value of the American dollar is going to stay the same when there's no workers? You guys are going to be sitting at home with your money just... Going to this, you go into what their stores they tell you to buy the stuff, going to their hospitals. And anybody want to look at Russia during communistic Russia and, and see what kind of bread lines they had for food? And restaurants were only you know, you guys only have to serve 100 people per day, and they would shut down. Well, we're not open, we don't have to serve you. We did our quota, everyone got lazy, and nothing got done. And then you had to wait for everything, including your food. And then nobody was doing anything because they couldn't. So then what? Well, then the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And pretty soon you have nothing but poor people and rich people. That's what they want. That's what's going on in California right now. That's what's going on in every state. Look at New York. People are leaving that state. California is doing the same. Millions of people leave this state every year. They say a million people leave this, left this state last year and a million more are going to leave this year. For the first time in the history of California... More people are leaving this state than coming into it. The same with New York. Those are completely run by Democrats. Think about that. Where are they moving to? Everyone's moving to somewhere where Republicans run the place. Look this up. Uh, you know, you guys, I know you want to put me in a box. You want to say I'm a Republican because I'm talking crap about the Democrats. I talk just as much crap about the Republicans because they're cowards and they don't fucking fight for anything. Okay? So... And, and other shit. I mean, look at the, the, the Republicans who were in charge, Ronald Reagan and the Bushes. They were the cabal. They were the fucking cabal as well. Okay? Owned by, operated by the cabal. All right? So it's not just a Democrat-Republican thing. But the problem right now is the Democrats have gone fucking haywire crazy to the to way over to the fucking side. Okay? 
and that is just crazy, crazy scary. I will be leaving this country as soon as I can. If they if they get total power, I'm out of here. I don't care where I have to go. I will get out of this country because I will go to Canada if they'll take me. But they're almost as bad. I'm going to head back to Europe and go to Ireland or go to England now that they're out of, uh, they left the European Union. Scaring me, man. Scaring me. You guys need to think through this shit. Pass this fucking video on to everybody that you know. Have everybody hear this. They need to hear it. And if not, if you're afraid of doing that or this this uh, podcast, right, you guys want to pass that stuff on. You know, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a couple shout-outs. I usually do it in the beginning. I'm going to do a couple shout-outs uh, at the end. So if you're here at the end of this and you're listening to the podcast, you guys are going to get a, a bonus here. Let me bring up my stuff on my screen here and look at the uh, – uh, statistics here and give you guys some information because there's a lot of you out there that are like kicking some butt here in these states in America, right? You guys in Missouri, where did you come from with 59 hits in a day? <laughs> Way to go, Missouri, right? Okay, and then we got Georgia. Georgia came in second last week for listening to the podcast Inside the United States in Montana. Rock you guys out in Montana. Okay, you guys came in third, then Florida. You guys rock. You guys all beat California in this last week. I love you guys. Welcome. Some of you guys, there's like two states that haven't, uh, New Hampshire is one of them, and I believe it's Wyoming. Wyoming and New Hampshire, for the rest of the um, time that I've had my podcast, you guys have never listened to me out there. So if you're going to listen, give me a shout out. If you're from there, tell your family and friends to give me a freaking, you know, throw me a bone over there. Okay, Canada. What do we got here? We got Alberta is in, in front in Canada. Australia, of course, New South Wales. You guys rock. Okay. You guys are, are kicking butt in the world. Um, you know, Germany, you guys rock. You're out there. You're listening. Ireland, of course. UK, of course. Right. Uh, but the way it is, it, United States is my best listeners. Thank you, guys. Um, Australia, you're number two. You're staying up there. Uh, then we have uh, the UK, Canada, and Germany. Um, South Africa. Brock, welcome. You guys are kicking some butt down there. New Zealand, you guys too, way out there in the middle of the water, right? Middle of nowhere. So, the, you know, you guys are, are picking it up around the world. I think it's kind of cool that you guys do that. But I want to give you guys shout-outs. Now, that's just for the podcast, the MP3 file. That's not even considering the, the you know, you guys on Facebook that pick it up and then you guys on YouTube, right? And I'll have that data too. I'll have to call that out one of these days, Okay. So, all right, you guys have a good day. Think this stuff through. Like my channels. Subscribe to them. Pay attention, man. Pass this stuff on. Telling you it's a volatile time, and we need to be paying attention to what's going on. See, now there's just, like, nothing here. Let me turn my camera back on just for one second, just so I can flip you guys off before I go. What? Those of you who don't have visuals don't know if I'm doing that or not for real. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> right? I'm not. Okay. So I don't know what this camera's deal is, why it goes off. I'm going to change ports that I have it plugged into and see if that's the deal. Um, maybe it's unsteady there because where I have it is kind of unsteady. So that's a possibility. And I'm vibrating. I think it vibrates and it goes haywire and doesn't like it. And I have this this mic attached to the side of the desk. And I have my camera sitting right here on top of a box. Because otherwise it's down on my desk. Otherwise I have to put it up on top of my desk and then you're looking down at me and that's kind of weird if I do that. When I move that, the camera goes out. So like right now if I grabbed it and started moving it, the camera goes out so it just doesn't compute, man. Whoa, vibration. Get out of here. Kick it. Does not compute. All right, guys. Think this stuff. Oh, see the vibration? I'm going to screw it up. All right, guys. Think about this stuff. Pass it on. This is important. Especially if anything that woman said is true. And you heard what, what the that guy Kirk, by the way, who was talking. For those of you who don't know who he is, he is one of the board of directors for the county of Placer here in um, the state of California. So he's not just some guy who's just holding up and stuff. right? He's ticked off because he knows that Gavin Nuisance, his name is Gavin Newsome, but I like to call him a nuisance because that's really all he is. It's a flick of my finger to get rid of him like a fly. Nuisance. Going to run for president next time or the time after that. That's why he's 
standing up and doing what he's doing. I call him Twinkle Toes, too, because if you watch him talk, those of you who are in California, you watch him talk, he bounces on his little toes to accentuate his points. He's been, he's been taught how to speak properly. But what I like to watch is his eyes. When there's several ones, I'm going to put a, a thing together. When he lies real big, he can't help himself, and he gets this snarl on his face, and his eyes turn evil, and let's see if I can do it. And he looks up and away and has this look for like a half second. And I've, and I've shown that over and over. Every time I see it on television, I go, oh, rewind that, and I record it. So I'm going to get those together. I'm going to put them together and show them to you. And you can see that when he does that stuff, he's like really fast. He has this tell when he's just full of shit and he knows he's full of shit. And, and it's usually when he says, we're not going to keep all these these people locked down. Eyes go up. Right. And we're not trying to get rid of these businesses that are that are the you know middle class businesses. Eyes go up. Shoot up. OK. So he's got to tell he's a liar and he can't help himself. His body's trying to, the body language of his body is trying to tell us that he's lying to us. Um, he's very well controlled otherwise, his tone of his voice, uh, the way he speaks, the way he moves his hands. And, of course, he bounces on his toes every time he wants you to think he's on your side and your buddy. If you guys learn anything about body language from a psychology class, if any of you who have ever taken psychology, you understand what I'm talking about in Psychology 101. All right, guys, namaste. Pay attention. Knowledge is the universe's key. Okay? That's what happened when they, when even Adam bit the fruit. They learned knowledge. Okay? All right. Have a good day.